Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of In Our Reels. We had a couple takes here with this one. So we are going to be talking about... <laughs> we're a little Cap- giggly. Yeah, we're a little giggly because we, uh, we messed up here a couple times. So we are going to be talking about the movie Captain America, the first Avenger, which is the fifth MCU movie that we've reviewed so far. Um, today, we are going to be talking about Captain America, which, Cam, why don't you talk a little bit about what this movie's about for people who haven't seen it and refresh people's memory for those who have... So Captain America is the story of Steve Rogers, who is like a genetically enhanced super soldier back in World War II. He like starts out as this like little scrawny kid and then get like gets picked to be like the like guinea pig for this super soldier experiment and ends up working great. So and then he's like uh, he just goes to Germany and kicks butt. He's like tries he like rescues one of his friends, but the main villain has like this thing called the Tesseract. It's like the way they make it seem is that it's like a cube that has unlimited power. So the main plot of the film is Captain Steve Rogers, AKA Captain America, like trying to go after the main baddie and stop him from like using this cube to destroy the world pretty much. Yeah. And I mean, you did talk basic about superhero being, stuff. You did, yeah, ba- basic everyday stuff. Um, did you talk about the super soldier program with uh, this? Not a lot. Not so. A lot. So okay. So this basically the reason that he became like Captain America though was because of the super soldier program. He's got which heart. Is also linked to uh, the Incredible Hulk. So the Incredible Hulk, Bruce Banner was also working on the super soldier program and thought that he had the correct serum in it way later though. Yes. Yes. Obviously way later, but I'm saying it's the same, the same idea basically that he's part of the super soldier program. Um, so uh, initially for me, at least I, I did really like this movie. I think it has some serious problems in the movie that, uh, I did not quite see at an initial time. I have seen I've seen this movie actually quite a few times. So rewatching it um wasn't like a too much of a difference. I did think it's not as as good as I remembered it. Um See, I'm the exact opposite. I'm pulling to you here and this one's a little better than I remember. Really? Yeah. I mean, you have to keep in mind that before this rewatch, this was literally my least favorite MCU movie. Wow, which is Honestly, ridiculous. But so I was like you going in with expectations below the floor, and was like, "Oh, this is gonna suck." Well, I thought uh, this was actually this is weird because originally this was one of my favorite ones, and then rewatching it, I was like, "Oh yeah, it's definitely, definitely not one of my favorite ones anymore." Um, There were some really cool things about this movie that I did really like. So let's just kind of walk through the movie. Um, In the beginning of the film, basically. we are introduced to our villain, who is the Red Skull. At the beginning of the film, we don't know who's, that it's whose real Red name Skull. is Johann Schmidt. Johann Schmidt. Ah, <laughs> I'm not going to do the German accent, but um, <laughs> don't even start. It is played by he's it's a uh, Red Skull is played by the incredible Hugo Weaving, who I absolutely adore in the Lord of the Rings, and he's in the Matrix. I don't know if you've seen that Cam or Mortal Engines. I don't know if you've seen any of those. No. Okay. I hear Mortal Engines is not good. But no, I haven't remember. seen Mortal Engines, but I love him in The Lord of the Rings and The Matrix. So anyway, um, 
I, and I really liked him in this movie. I thought he was great. I think he played a really excellent villain um, for this. And the Red Skull character, Red Skull is just like a great character. I think he's just kind of a maybe in your head. I think he's great. I think like, and I really like the the time period of this film. Like the the story is just intriguing to me. As like just in general, I think it's a really intriguing film. Um, and we uh basically the beginning of the film also i forgot to mention too they find uh captain america's shield in antarctica no they find the whole freaking ship well yeah but i'm saying like they find the ship in is it antarctica like where do they find him i can't even remember i mean based i don't know if they find them anywhere they say specific but if the map that captain america looks at before he goes down is anything to go by it's like canada or something like that canada wow all right i think I thought, I thought it was antarctica but who knows somewhere where there's snow guys somewhere where there's snow um if anything it'd be in the north because he's from germany okay the snow he, we find him in the snow <laughs> basic geography <laughs> so we find him they, they find like his shield they don't actually we don't actually they see him they didn't no they found his shield so regardless obviously he's there with them in the ship but we only see the shield at the beginning of the film um and uh basically it pans back to 19 was it 42 41 where it's cap or it's, it's steve um who at this point is before the the super soldier program before he goes into that and it's his story um of him trying to get into the military. Uh, the military, which honestly, I felt like this was one of the worst acts of the film. Like this first act yeah. of the film, I don't think is really I bad, I totally but agree. I think that the, like the, um, excuse me, the CGI for that part to is make Chris like, look like a little, Oh tiny man, kid. dude, I'm not even kidding you. It's, it did not age. Well, I will say it that way. It has not aged. Well, um, not at all. I feel like, even for its time, it wasn't like which again. This was only nine years ago, so it wasn't that long ago. Um, I feel like it just hasn't aged well, and I thought it was like more impressive then, but I didn't think it was like groundbreaking. And I actually watched this this first like Captain America with um, my wife Libby and I were watching it, and the first thing she said when she sat down with me was, "Oh, that doesn't look really good," and she said it. And I quoted her because I was like, you are 100% correct. She said it doesn't look natural. And I was like, that is actually pretty accurate. Yeah, that's probably the best way to sum that yeah, up. She actually. literally said it does like his body doesn't look natural. Like it doesn't look like it's matching up. So you're doing like, I was like, that's 100% correct. So, and I didn't catch, like, I thought it looked weird, but I didn't know how to put it. And she was like, it just doesn't look like the head matches up with the rest of the body at all like that's pretty good so and and the reason actually because of that i just want to say for people who don't know they actually use two different people so they used cap's head like steve roger or um chris evans the actor his head and they kind of like you know better than better than photoshop but i mean they photoshopped his head onto another person's body um and it just did not look good at all and that's like seriously it's it is just like not a great 
act. Like the first act is it's not bad because the story is compelling where he's trying to get there. We're learning about him. We're learning about he's a good guy, like his friend Bucky. We're learning about him. We're, it's it's a lot of really good like foundational. We don't really learn much about Bucky, really. Not really in this movie, but like we learn that they're friends. We learn that they're buddies. Like I'm saying, like we're getting foundational bits of this character and his surroundings. Um in the first act, which are important. Um, but I don't really like it because it, once you see that and you see how bad it looks, you can't really unsee that. And it kind of just makes the rest of that act just like, let's just get under the part where he's, he's a super soldier. Like, let's go, come on, let's move it. Like, let's okay, really so he So he gets put in this boot camp where it's like, Obviously, like it's like a boot camp dedicated for to like find the candidate for this, and he's like amongst like a bunch of like actual like soldiers who are like big and burly and tough and obviously like way better. I don't know, just like better soldiers, I guess is a better way to put is the best mm-hmm. way to put it. Mm-hmm. But they choose him because he got like he's like a nice guy. He's got heart. Like a scene that demonstrates it is like they throw a dummy grenade while like they're all doing jumping jacks and everyone like jumps and hides, but Steve Rogers like jumps on it to like protect everyone, like sacrifices himself, which I guess is exactly what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. So they pick him. uh, As they say, they're not just looking for anybody. They're looking for someone who's a good person. So that's what they're, they're looking for a good individual. Yes. There was another candidate that they thought was far better. He's a soldier. He listens to orders. He's a, you know, he's tough, he's strong, whatever, XYZ, but, he like but he's a jerk. And they say, and the, the guy who's in charge of the program, who's picking the person says, I'm not looking for someone like that. I'm looking for somebody who's a good kind person, hearted, who has, yes, kind hearted, all these things, XYZ, and which well, I liked. While we're talking about this, that doctor, what's his name? Doctor, like? Uh, doctor, I have it written down here. Give me one second to find his name. His name is Doctor. You have it in your notes. I know I literally have it in my notes. I just can't. I'm going to just look on the page here. His name is Dr. Abraham Erkenstein. I really liked him as a character. Yes, he's great. And I, I actually... He's was, he very well developed. His motives are clear. Ah, and, here's what I said. I said here, I said, Dr. Erkenstein, Dr. Erkenstein is uh, a... He's one. Of, he's not only a really well-developed character um, in this movie, but he's also one of my favorite mentor characters in the Marvel Universe. So he's... Yeah. he's one of my favorite, like, totally I think he did a really good job in, and especially it's played by, um, he's played by Stanley Tucci, Tucci, T-U-C-C-I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he's in Hunger Games, he's in, like, he's the guy who's always in Hunger Games, he's the, the, the announcer slash, like, guy who interviews the candidates, I literally don't know what his name is but he's the guy who does hunger games that guy you if you've seen <laughs> hunger games you know who i'm talking about if you I don't, haven't you know, seen hunger games so you just sound ridiculous yeah, yeah either way he's in i'm looking at his other stuff here he's in the beast he's in spotlight he's in a lot of stuff he's a very famous actor i think he was perfect as a as for this character too yes and in particular there's like the monologue where after like they officially choose steve where like they like share a drink and they're in the bunks and stuff like the night before the experiment. I thought that monologue in particular was like really well done. Yeah. Where he's talking about how he said, no matter what happens after this, be it like, stay a good man. Yeah. I thought that was just a really good little bit there, which I think stays through this entire, like his character arc 
is being good, having morals, like being that, you know what I mean? Like having good, mm-hmm. like just like that character is defined though by that scene. And I really think it was really well done. Um, yes. This film has like, I think like the love interest stuff in the movie is okay, but I don't think it's incredible. And I'm not, I mean, stupid. it's okay. I do think the scene where Peggy Carter, who is Steve Rogers love interest, she catches him like kissing that blonde girl. I thought that was a little stupid. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's again, you're, you're putting in superhero. That's like a superhero thing. Like, it happened. I'm literally <laughs> watching on each other. No, no, not cheating on each other. Just like the so superhero. The, no, like the um, the jealousy. Like, oh, you know, are you just like the kind of playful banter? Dare I say? Like, if that makes some sense. Like, they did the exact same thing in Iron Man three that I'm watching right now with Gwyneth Paltrow, who's dating Tony Stark. Um, Pepper Potts is dating Tony Stark and another girl that Tony was with um, like years prior comes into his life for just, you know, just a little bit, but they have this like playful banter. Like it just happens in these movies. Like it's just, you know what I mean? Like it's it's kind of hard to like, yeah, it is. It's stupid, but it's like, I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying it's like part of the, the superhero bit. Like they put it in there just because it's, it's filler something to put in there you know what i mean it's you got yeah. two hours and like five minutes of this movie gonna put that in there it's just gonna happen um but i anyway. also thought i also thought the um my goodness what are they like the the band the the uh my gosh i'm sorry the gang he gets together like the oh the guys he gets forget, together much like thor's gang extremely totally forgettable. forgettable gone they're even more forgettable than thor's i want to say because i don't yeah. even think they they say they don't even say like, like their names i don't think. yeah <laughs> totally forgettable. They're more forgettable than thor's yeah. gang could give a crap the only guy that you remember is bucky it's because yeah. they make such a For big obvious reasons. yeah obviously yeah um, um i thought uh, i thought so when dr erkenstein dies i thought that was like kind of rush and very shallow like, Remind me again. How, how did how did he die again? Um, right after Steve turns into like the project goes through, and he's like big and jacked and muscular. There's, oh, like, oh that, you're my doctor. Like, the German spy that like is, was like pretending yes, to yes, be yes, like yes. an observer, and he starts shooting up the place. Yes, 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 yes. Now I know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. Yes, he, I thought that was like really rushed and not yeah, but as I also thought it was as it should have been. I thought it was good though, where like he didn't have to say something like most movies where somebody dies and it's extremely long and like oh like whatever he just touched his heart and like his chest and just like tapped him that's all you needed you knew exactly what he needed you knew exactly what he was trying to say like it's all he needed you know what i mean like you don't have to make it long and drawn out and like like iron man's death is great but like it's a minute and a half two minutes of him just there iron man yeah well, it better be long. He's like the basis of the whole freaking MCU. I understand that, but I'm saying like I'm Even saying after Far From Home. He's like plays a key role. Who? Iron Man. Oh, I'm not saying that Iron Man's. I'm not again. I'm not saying that Iron Man's death is like too long. I'm just saying that like you have two spectrums though, where it's like either really really long, or you have like this where it's not even five seconds, and you get the same. You're still getting the message that they're trying to put across. Like I was well, I mean, with like the role that Dr. Erkenstein had in Steve Rogers life. I feel like it would have been a little more dramatic or a little more meaningful than just that. 
I guess. I mean, agree to disagree. I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was like too yeah. out of character, but uh, I thought it was fine. Um, what else did you like about this movie? I liked the general. I don't. I can't even remember if they give his name. Like the like the army general guy. Are you talking about Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah, Colonel uh, Chester Phillips. Yeah, Tom, yeah, Tommy Lee Jones is great in this movie. He is. I like, love his character. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah. What was that when that scene? <laughs> I love the scene where he when he's getting on the plane. What? Uh, no, I was and he's like. Tell me Peggy kiss, and then he looks at the general, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. "I ain't kissing you." No, yeah, that scene's good, and I was I was thinking of the other one where, um, Peggy gets in trouble, and he points to her, and he goes, "If you got something to say, keep it to yourself." <laughs> or he says, oh. "He says something like, he's like, you look like you got something to say, you better keep it to yourself." Something like that. He's and like, he's, "That would be." A, he's like, "If you have something to say, that would yeah. be a perfect time to not say it or something." Yes, exactly. That's what it is. He's like, "If you got something to say, now would be a perfect time for you to keep your mouth shut." That's like. I just loved that scene. That was, <laughs> I think he's like a really good character in this movie. Yeah, yeah, it was well cast. That's a good. It was very well cast. Especially like he even has like a minor arc where it's like he has no faith in this project whatsoever, and then like he starts working with Steve. He like sees the final results. He sees Captain America's like mm-hmm. legit, and he's like fully on his side. For and then also the too, you even see him at the end where he's talking. Or he's stepped not outside of the room, but he's stepped on the other side of the room where she's saying goodbye to Cap. Yeah, and you can tell that he's sad. Like you can, you see that arc. You know what I mean? Where he doesn't care like, about him, and then at the end, you can see that he's deeply sad. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I just thought he was like, I th- like as a whole, really good character for the movie. Yes, definitely. I also really liked Howard Stark in this movie. I think he was mm-hmm. well cast, and I think he was pretty funny. Who even played him? Uh, some guy. He's in a couple things, but he's not in a lot. His name is Dominic Cooper. Um, I really liked him in this movie. One of my favorite scenes with him in this, it was when he's testing, um, the Tesseract weapon or the Tesseract itself. I can't remember what he's testing. Something with like the energy and then like it explodes and then he like takes off his glasses and he's like, write that down. Oh yeah. (laughs) I was, it's just like very, it was a very like, I don't know. You kind of get that like feel that he's, uh, I just liked him. I liked his character. Yeah, just like he's he's comical, but he's also you can kind of tell he's a little bit of a, uh, he's a human. Yeah, yeah. I just liked it. I liked his character. I liked that he was different than Tony Stark. It wasn't like they were trying to do like a Tony Stark ripoff, but also you're trying to have some sort of a relation with the super smart piece. And he's, I just liked it. Like it was his own character, though. Like it wasn't because yeah. they could have easily done something where they picked somebody that looked exactly kind of you know, distant to him and X, Y, Z, but like the, what they decided to do is just like, this is not his own like, guy, his own. Literally, literally everyone, but Captain America's like little gang of soldiers is like such a great side character. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job. And I even liked the, the doctor to, um, Red oh. he's great. Wow. What's kind of just like a little, um, henchman kind of felt like a little, like, uh, uh, Dr. Zola. Yeah. Just a very like nice little henchman no. guy. Like, yeah, I think he's a great character too. God, he also in, yeah, he's this and this thing is too. This is why I liked this movie. But there are a few things in this movie that I really did not like. So if we want to kind of move into that, the first thing oh, I thought was just absolutely stupid. When, alongside the CGI, this this film, I don't know who did their CGI. I, I don't know, and it doesn't really matter, but the point is, and it's not like to totally, you know, they do a better job than I would do, but Oh my gosh, dude. 
This scene had some of the worst explosions in like CGI backdrops. Like bad. Really bad. I have like legitimately there was more than one occasion because it was the first one was Bucky falling to his death. It Mm. looked so bad. I was like, this just looks stupid. It doesn't even look real. The other thing was there's a scene where um they do they do a lot of montages in this film too, where it's a lot of like um like clips. A lot happening of, in yeah, a little bit. Right. So they just do clips of things. Two in particular that I thought were just kind of like junky, not like great. They weren't really well done. The first one was when it's cap um going on the road and uh, doing, the, doing the war bond thing, yeah, just like eh, not great. And they used like the Star Spangled I mean, Banner, like the whatever. Yeah, I, I feel that had good purpose though, because like they're trying to build like it was too long like, though, and he it gets was, tired of doing that though. It was really like long. he wants to actually do more. He wants to be a soldier. He doesn't want to be a and I, you, you get that feel, but I just didn't really. I thought it had a purpose. I agree with you. It definitely had a purpose, but I thought it was just kind of like eh. Eh, a little too cheesy. They could have done it differently that I didn't think was great. And then they also did um, another, the other scene was the scene where they finally are going to like hunt down um, like the, uh, the Red Skull. Yeah, they're like, the him and his gang are like t- chasing them down by like breaking into warehouses and doing, you know, ex- just explosion oh, after explosion. They're like destroying all the facilities. Across yes. Yeah. And it Europe was just like not well edited and it was really bad CGI explosions. There's literally a scene where you see him like on a bike and he bite, he like explodes through some glass and literally the explosion was like, I don't know if it was purposeful, but it didn't look good. It didn't look like it was like a 2d explosion with him. 3d popped out was how it looked it was just it didn't look right similar oh, yeah. to how a cow's body was it just didn't fit i was like this is like two different scenes they put together and it just didn't look right and i just I agree. thought the cgi was really lacking and the other scene that i thought was lacking was the scene that we just talked about with um the colonel with uh tommy lee jones where they're on the car and he's chasing the plane down i thought that scene looked terrible like i mean it was yeah. just the car looked fake as crap it looked so bad and the plane the, looks fake as crap. oh yeah it just looked bad it just or didn't whatever the thing is yeah it was not a great the cgi team just really lacked like when you look at the quality though of of winter soldier to this one it's like worlds different because well, winter soldier is one of my favorite um marvel movies and that movie is like near flawless like i just really really really, really like that movie um, winter soldier yeah the great movie and yeah. they did a lot more with the characters there, especially Bucky's character because he's the the main villain. Um, but also Spoiler the, alert. Spoilers. But I just think that this movie was like good in the story. The story department was good. But as far as like – and the character building was really good. But the CGI alongside just like – it was just bad. <laughs> it was just bad. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And, and I don't know. Really well cast, though. Really, I mean, we already touched on all my dislikes pretty much. I do uh, want to talk about one last uh, pro before we kind of transition. Um, this film has actually, I want to talk about two pros. Actually, the first one is the score in this film played really, really well with like war themes and making it their own with Captain America. Captain America's theme in this alongside with the song called the passage of time 
uh, is really good. Like, they did a really, really, really good job. The score is done by Alan Silvestri. If you guys are no scores, no, like, you know. Scores? He, he did, did the end game. Yeah, and he, did, and he did Forrest Gump, if you guys know. Like, he, he's, he did a really among good job. Among other things. Yes, he's done quite a few things. But um, I thought that he did a really good job with the score. And it was really good. Like they did a really good job with making it like that war style, but like the, like the world war two kind of a, I don't know how else the best way, honestly, I can explain it because this is from my own experiences is when I listened to it, I thought and was taken back to medal of honor, like the video games, like frontline and like, here we go. I, I know here we go. Here we go. But I actually am serious. Like it actually sounded very similar and it mimicked those kinds of tones and those kinds of themes purposefully. I mean, and it was world war two. So right. Obviously, but they, he did a good job with making the theme his own though, where it wasn't just ripping off. Like it was similar, but it wasn't, it was like mimicked tone. And I really liked that. Um, the other thing that I thought was great. And this is this film um, amongst other Marvel movies, in my opinion, has one of the best Marvel endings ever. Mm-hmm. Like, ever, ever, ever. This is yep. one of my favorites. Yeah, uh, I just love the ending where it's... it's he's, in, in, he's in present day. Yep, and he's standing in New York City in Times Square, and like, Jackson asks him, like, you know, you okay, Cap? And he goes, yeah, I had a date. And then it cuts to black, like, a second after. So good. I was like, this is... It still gave me chills. Like, like, yes, yes. Dude, it still gave me chills. I remember watching that and being like, this is... That's crazy. Like, you you feel it. I felt like that was mm-hmm. a scene where it was like a you feel... Oh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, man. I just love... I love that scene. I love like the feeling that he's it just every single time i've seen that movie 10 times probably over oh my God. i i've watched it I, I definitely have watched that one because i remember before endgame i definitely watched that one because i wanted to see that one again i really liked it and um dude i love that movie and i love that ending every single are time we, that movie hits me are we going to talk about stan lee's cameo at all yeah go ahead i mean he's just the general and like, like they were gonna award like Steve Rogers a medal or something, and I can't remember why he wasn't at the ceremony. But like a guy comes out and starts like whispering to the, to the presenter guy, probably that he's not there. And then Stan Lee's like some army general, and he's all like decked out in army gear, and he's like, "Oh, I thought he'd be taller," which is you know funny. Uh, chuckle, chuckle. But yeah, and then what the you, end credit scene, uh, which is a prelude to one of the better movies avengers Mm -hmm. which is definitely true that movie is also one of my that is one of my favorite marvel movies oh Uh, yeah it still gets me every time which Uh, we'll talk about in the next mcu episode but in the meantime what would you give this movie i believe i gave it a three you gave it a three i believe so okay um i don't know if you noticed on my letterbox but i originally had it a two but right after I watched it, I bumped it up to two and a half. Okay, so 2.75. That's pretty good. Right there with Thor. That is pretty good. And I would agree with that. I don't think it's the best. Any, I don't think it's like one of the top ones for me anymore, but I do think it is solid. Yeah, it's definitely better. than I liked it way more this time than the last time I watched it. Which is good. 
And that's why we're doing this to, for me, for me, I am having a blast doing this because it's really refreshing my mind over watching these again. It's a ton of fun to go back through these again. And I've really enjoyed it. Um, and we're excited. I'm super excited. I know Cam's excited. We're excited to go over um, the Avengers movie. Which I'm definitely, that's one yeah, of them. Yeah. I'm super excited to go over that one. And I'm excited to go over Ultron because that one has some mixed reviews and some mixed hate. So I'm excited to kind of get my mind. Interesting discussion. Yeah, exactly. Same thing with Iron Man three to kind of refresh my memory on a lot of these films and also change my perspective on some of them too. Um, So yeah, next one is going to be uh, Avengers, right? Or are we doing a movie between this? Another movie? I think it's a different movie. So we're not doing Avengers on the next one. I don't think so. No, you know what? We're not doing Avengers on the next yeah. one. We are doing uh, an, an like a, a, a non-Marvel movie. A non-Marvel movie because we're doing two to one. So for every two Marvel movies, we'll do one that's that's not. Um, so the next one, we are kind of undecided, I guess, Cam, right? Are we doing... I thought we were going to do Iron Giant. Okay, then Iron Giant it is. We're going to do that one. Which, that the, I've never seen that. Right, and that's kind of why we're doing this one because Cam and I were talking and we uh, I realized he hadn't seen the Iron Giant. And he was appalled. It, to me, it is one of, I'm not even kidding, one of my favorite kids' movies ever. So I am super excited to go over this movie with Cam. Um, and I'm excited uh, to watch it. I've heard, just, like, I've heard like literally nothing but good things about this yeah, movie. Yeah, I'm super excited to discuss it and talk about it with you guys and walk through this movie again. For people who watched this movie and know exactly what I'm talking about there, I hope you guys are excited to go over this with us. And uh, we will see you guys in the next one, and we'll talk about the, the next well, how, What if people want to suggest movies to us? How would they do that? Well, Cam, let me tell you. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> well, how about that? No, uh, we. you guys can always uh, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram, um, which we have uh, social media for. Cam, do you want to tell them a little more about? Uh, we're just on Twitter and Instagram. That's really all there is to it. Oh, okay. Uh, do follow us information. We or message us. Uh, hit us up at at in our reels is the handle for both the social media platforms. Or if that doesn't suit your fancy, Eric's personal phone number is. No, <laughs> yeah. And, no. and his home address, his email, yeah. all those you can reach him at. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's sure. all we got. Call him uh, night or day. Call him all that time and just come and get him there. Anytime. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's 2 a.m., give yeah, him a ring. Give him a ring. He'll, be, he'll pick up. Um, yeah. This I episode of Iron Giant. Excited for that one. That's a really good one. I think that that's the first movie reviewed that I haven't seen once before already. So really excited. Really yeah. Really excited for this. All right. So, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys for the next episode. Toodaloo.